Hi everybody, this is Julie Kerr, writer and director of the romantic comedy Geek Less Punk, and this episode uh, represents uh, a very, very special guest, Annette Hannah Kim. Uh, she's my dear, dear, dear friend, um, and she is a new, up-and-coming uh, indie. We're, you know us, we're in, we're in the San Francisco Bay Area. We're pretty indie. <laughs> Because the industry's in LA. Hey, and God bless LA and God bless the industry. We're just up here. <laughs> so, um, okay, so introducing, gonna be doing this co uh, podcast. I have a co star uh, on this podcast, Annette Hannah Kim, up and coming actor and singer, and she will introduce herself now. Hi, Julie. Thank you for the intro. Hello, everybody. It's so great to be here. It's really exciting. It's my first podcast ever. Very special day. Okay, and today uh, we were rehearsing some scenes, going over some dialogue. I heard her sing, so we're really excited because um, turn, turns out she's really talented, and um, eh, I think I'm talented. <laughs> and uh, so that's, that, that, that uh, segues us into our topic today. Um, we're, me, and, me and Hannah, we're both in our 30s. Oh, Go Easy on Hannah. This is her first podcast ever. But of course you're going to go easy because you're my audience and you're amazing. So, all right. So, um, but but that segues into the topic of this uh, podcast. So we're both in our 30s. And at the end of the day, we have pretty high self-esteem. So the topic today is we want to give you guys tips. You know, when I was a teenager, I was insecure. When I was in my 20s, I was insecure. And even in my 30s, yeah, I'm not perfect and I have insecurities. But um, but meh, I have pretty high self-esteem. <laughs> uh, Hannah, do you have high self-esteem? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so we want to teach y'all uh, three steps on how to have high self-esteem because everyone deserves to feel really great about who they are. So the first mm-hmm. thing we're going to do is define self-esteem. We're going to def- – oh, I'm sorry. I missed sound effects. Hannah just snapped uh, happy snaps at what I just said. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, cool. Making sure we both get equal airtime. Uh, uh, okay, so we're going to go into the de- definition of self-esteem, what self-esteem is not. Then we're going to give you the three steps on how to have high self-esteem. And then we're going to give you the, the reason. Stick around for the podcast. We're going to give you the most awesome reason why you want to have high self-esteem. And you're going to be surprised at how awesome the reason is as to why you want that high self-esteem. All right, now on to the next segment. Hey guys, I goofed. Because um, <laughs> I'm actually still confused on which is which. I thought actors were, um, you know, you could call men and women actors. But um, also... That is... Okay. But also... Um, Hannah is an actor and, and she's an actress because (laughs) (laughs) so she's, she's both. Our pronouns are, um, you know, I'm a, I'm she, her, you know, her and Hannah's pronouns are. Ditto. Okay, cool. And we just wanted to let y'all know that on to the next segment. Hi everybody. So Hannah brought up something really great, and I will pass it along to her. So these are three steps. I like to give you guys and gals and folks uh, three steps just to get you started. But actually, these three steps, they're just a foundation because there is a plethora of 
personal development books. I love personal development mm -hmm. that can help you. But we're going to give you uh, somewhere to start with these three steps. And I'm going to pass this on to Hannah about how this is just a start with the three steps. Yes, definitely. Three areas of focus, so to speak, that really is essential to starting this really important dialogue that's going to continue to grow as we all grow. Absolutely. The first thing we're going to do is define what we feel self-esteem is. Um, so uh, I feel self-esteem is getting to the place where you just feel really, really good about who you are, like every day. And even if you have a tough day, mm -hmm. we all have tough days. But you're like, you know what, I'm this, this person who is awesome, who had a tough day, because that's life. Um, the other thing would be, uh, so feeling good about who you are every day, knowing who you are, you know, knowing what your triggers are, mm -hmm. knowing what triggers joy, happiness, good stuff. You, you got to find things in your life that trigger the good stuff. And knowing what triggers sadness or anger, or if you grew up, I grew up in a tough background. So I know what's going to trigger frustration for me. So what I do is, have like this little emotional emergency emergency toolkit or I pray for me because I'm a person of faith but I know what I'm going to do when the when the when the when the tougher feelings get triggered but yet yeah, knowing who you are and accepting who you are mm -hmm. and then the other one is acknowledging who you are for me acknowledging that I grew up in an abusive home or acknowledging that my faith means a lot to me or acknowledging for me, since I'm gay, like, hey, I'm attracted to women and that's okay. But, but acknowledging who I am mm -hmm. um, and honoring who that is. Uh, the, those three things would be my definition of high self-esteem. And me and Hannah are sharing a mic, so I'm going to take it away, give it to Hannah. Thank you. That's, that's good. And, yeah, definitely these – what we're sharing is just our – our personal definition of self-esteem and our heart definition of self-esteem. And I I agree with you. It's acknowledging your true identity, your true worth, your value, and really how much you are loved. I, too, am a, am a person of faith, so acknowledging that I am absolutely loved by God no matter what and that my identity is his most beloved kid no matter what and and like you said feeling good about that truth and and yourself and um celebrating it in the most healthy happy beautiful way every day you know through thick and thin so yeah word yeah and i'm uh piggyback on that that wh whoever you are uh you can believe in god the universe what have you um but, but please know that you're loved. If you're listening to this, <laughs> Hannah just did happy uh, finger snaps. You're absolutely loved. Mm -hmm. um, and so there's this um, one of my favorite authors talks about Stephen Pressfield. Above every blade of grass is, um, is, an, is angels telling the blade of grass to grow, grow. And the idea is above every human you know, whatever your belief system is, but definitely mine is like God, angels, stars, whatever. But we are acknowledged and loved by something bigger than who we are, mm -hmm. um, no matter who we are or if we mess up and stuff. So so that's our definition of um, self-esteem. Mm -hmm. And now we're going to go into 
what is that's our definition of, of high self-esteem which is something positive we believe something is positive is a positive thing to have we want you to have high self-esteem that's the point of the podcast okay and here's hannah and the reason why we're kind of lengthy or even like repeating what we believe self-esteem to be is the next thing we want to share is um a few examples of how of what self-esteem isn't right quite often um even unintentionally self-esteem gets confused um with things that it's not so for example um self-esteem isn't cock being cocky right or cockiness is that a word <laughs> it's a word yeah it's not cockiness it's not arrogance it's not false humility it's not what's what was the other humility term you shared humble brag <laughs> yeah you know it's 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 yeah like for example we had um a conversation with somebody i will keep this person anonymous <laughs> over over thai food earlier today and um this person said oh you know self esteem is can be good and it can be bad and we were asking what do you mean you know please clarify and but just saying like oh too much self esteem could lead to you being like this like big headed person and we i totally and we totally understood where this person was coming from and that um uh, we took note that oh it's important to i think it would be important for us to also mention what it self esteem isn't or or i know i'm repeating myself no, that you're doing great. um thank you that um yeah how it gets self esteem gets misunderstood quite often we apologize self esteem but we know you we acknowledge you and respectfully um i i i i it's kind of semantics but i dis- i disagree with the really awesome person at the thai restaurant because um i think self esteem is good i think high self esteem is good but i get what he was saying so self esteem is not arrogance it's not i don't think i'm better than anybody in fact there's tons of people who are better than me uh beyonce's better at singing than me lebron james is better at basketball than me Uh Barack Obama's better at politics than me. Uh I'm totally okay with that. Um but I know like for me my calling is filmmaking and hey Martin Scorsese's better than me as a film director or James Cameron but the idea is that filmmaking is my calling and being Julie is my calling because I'm Julie and I I like who I am and I I I like where I'm at in life and I still have ambition. So I think uh 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 high self esteem i encourage y'all to have it it's not arrogance i don't think i'm better than nobody and there's plenty of people better than me i'm totally okay with that i'm walking around with a very happy existence so i want y'all to walk around with a happy existence as well that it's not arrogance it is i want every, i i want everybody to ha- have high health, high self esteem cuz then we're all we're all happy and there's more love joy and kindness and and empathy in the world um hannah anything else As far as that yeah, there, there's a as you were sharing it reminded me that um again you know self esteem is being truly healthy and happy and and knowing you know who you are and how you are and um celebrating that and so i yes i remember i lost my train of thought for half a moment that self esteem does not lead true self esteem does not lead to 
um, comparison and what I mean by that or toxic or unhealthy and sometimes even like it's not even it's like fake it's not even it's unreal comparison so I think somebody who has great self-esteem again starting with yourself you're able to acknowledge who you are and how beautiful and amazing you are as yourself and then you are genuinely also out of the overflow of that so to speak able to acknowledge how amazing somebody else is you know just like you so Julie has healthy high strong (laughs) self-esteem And so she was able to acknowledge, hey, Beyonce, hey, LeBron, hey, Obama, hey, did you, whoever else, yeah. you know. Oh, yeah, like Martin Scorsese, like James Cameron directors, mm-hmm. Sophia Coppola. And, and you are genuinely celebrating them and acknowledging oh, yeah. them as well. Yeah, they're all inspirations mm-hmm. for all of us. Yeah. Right, because there is, there is like comparison, you don't even, or unhealthy or toxic, you know, comparison doesn't even it just doesn't go together yeah i completely agree so now we're gonna go on to the three awesome steps that you're gonna follow to get high self-esteem so much fun (laughs) okay step one to having high self-esteem is to have patience with yourself (laughs) because it it takes time i said my age on purpose because i'm 37 years old and yeah when i was a teenager (laughs) thanks hannah uh yeah okay we we both have high self-esteem and we both happen to be uh pretty cute (laughs) (laughs) it's a podcast there's no visual (laughs) but we're gonna tell the truth and nothing but the truth (laughs) again it's just High self-esteem. Um, <laughs> but by the end of this podcast, you will have high self-esteem mm-hmm. and you will be embracing your cuteness, right? Mm-hmm. Or attractiveness or what have you. Because every, everyone's got every, – everyone's awesome. <laughs> okay. So um, – Superpowers. Yes, exactly. So have patience with yourself. When I was a teenager, I had insecurities. When I was in my 20s, I was angry. I was angry about – uh, growing up in an abusive home. And, and it took me a long time to realize how low my self-esteem was because I had relatives, um, basically verbally abusive relatives, just telling me for, for many years that I was worthless or ugly, etc. But I, for me, that's why I'm still a person of faith. I had to listen to the voice, voice of God because God kept telling me, I love you, I love you, I love you. Wow. And that's the message I was getting from God. I just wasn't getting it from relatives in my my home. So having, just understanding, don't rush the process. Um, You know, understand like it does take time sometimes. Uh, And and while you're taking, um, so so embrace the process, have patience with yourself. Mm -hmm. And a practical step is get a journal, a pen and paper, and just write your emotions. Write kind things to yourself. If you're angry at yourself for whatever reasons, write it out. Like write yourself a letter um, in a journal. Why are you angry? Why are you feeling sad? Mm -hmm. And then give your – well, you know, I don't want to go – we'll go into step two. But step one, uh, I'm going to say journal. Just just get the emotions out of your system. Mm -hmm. Catharsis, right? Writing is so powerful. Pen and paper – it's not expensive uh, to get a journal. And then um, – but but have patience. You're going to feel better um, if you're feeling kind of down right now. It does get better. And the, the, the older you get, 
the more confident you get in just who you are. Mm-hmm. And, and for me, since I wrote and directed a romantic comedy, you know, the first film I made, I was really, 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 really nervous. Um, but now that I know this is what I want to do and who I want to be, I, I feel confident and excited about my next movie. Um, but at first, you're nervous and your confidence isn't quite there. So, yes, yeah, step one is have patience. And I would say in the meantime of your journey, journal. Because journaling about your emotions is cathartic and it just helps. Okay, here's Hannah for step one. Um, as I'd like to add to, you know, you were talking about writing to yourself as you are learning, growing, journeying through um, growing patience for yourself, so to speak. And um, one thing that I really felt led to start doing a few years back as my self-care journey was really taking off for real, for real, is, um, and it was really inspired, it was really inspired and encouraged by God. And that was to speak the truth, speak the loving truth and speak love to myself. So literally looking in the mirror and making eye contact (laughs) with yourself, like lock eyes with yourself in the mirror and speak, speak the truth. So again, my faith, speak the truth of God over yourself and how much God loves you and why he loves you and why he will continue to love you no matter what, never going to leave for you, never against you. You know what I mean? And to also say, hey, I'm proud of you today. Or I acknowledge that you are a gracious person. I acknowledge that you are compassionate, especially on the days that you don't feel like you are, (laughs) right? And even saying, like, you are beautiful. You are beloved. Like, um, feel me, everybody? Like, have you, if you haven't, please, please go to, like, even pause this right now. Go step over to the mirror. And, And, you know, honestly, like, your first time, you might cringe, you might giggle, you might... R-O-F-L, or you might even cry for for whatever reason, you know, but, like, do it, do it. Look into the mirror, lock eyes with yourself, and tell yourself that you are beloved. Tell yourself that you are beautiful and everything that you are. Speak those superpowers over yourself, even if you don't feel like it, you know what I mean? Um, and so, yeah, and talking about having patience for yourself is it applies to every every part of who you are and every part of your journey you know and process that you're going through if you're healing if you're detoxing if you're growing if you're perfecting your passion and your craft you know if you are making a career change or you know, or if you're trying to tidy your space like I am. Um, and even just, oh, that's what it was. Thoughts about your own self, right? Um, you know what I mean? And, yeah, I, I know we could talk forever about this because it's so cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, yes. yeah. And Take it away, Adrian. <laughs> yeah, and... I, I, I really agree with Hannah. Um, so and if if I could drop some science on y'all. Uh, so for me, uh, growing out of abusive home, every time a relative said something mean to me, the science of that was my brain released a chemical 
that made me feel sad, right? And I'm paraphrasing because I'm not a neuroscientist. So what affirmations does on a, on a spiritual level, it, you, you, you got to do it. But and, and, and so what I have in my mirror, I have a little note card taped to the, to the, to the wall. Mm-hmm. And I do look at myself and it does feel weird at, at first. But the, your affirm, they're called affirmations, but they have to be strong and you're talking to yourself. And it sounds bonkers. So my affirmations, and I say my name, I'm like, Julie, yes. I love you. Yes. Julie, I need you. Julie, I desire you. Just to bring it back to how we're both really cute. And then, <laughs> but no, what I mean is like, you feel good about who you are. So feeling good in your body, feeling good in your heart, feeling good in your soul. So you, you say your name and it it's not, I love myself. It's not, that's not strong enough. Like, um, so you yeah, you got to mean it and really talk Even to yourself. You don't believe it just yet because yeah. baby, when you keep <laughs> speaking that truth yeah. over yourself, you're going to believe it. Yeah. There's no other outcome. And the science of that is you're teaching your brain mm-hmm. to release the happy chemicals. I forget what they're called, but they're like uh, serotonin, I think. I don't know. Not a neuroscientist. But 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 I've read the articles where you're training your brain. Yeah, the endorphins. You're training your brain how to, how to be resilient and how to bounce back. And, and you're, you're creating new neural pathways in your brain yes. where you, you're, you're more ample to trigger joy and kindness and goodness or those feelings than the feelings of sadness and anger like all the time. And I acknowledge the emotions of sadness and anger. They have their place. And usually when you're feeling them, it means there's something not quite right and you need to, to make some logistical changes. And it's actually good news that you can feel yeah. sadness. Like yeah. the movie, the Pixar movie. Pixar movie, <laughs> Inside Out, that, yeah, it's good to yeah. feel these emotions. So, but yeah, uh, yeah, Hannah's right. Journal, um, affirmations, all the way. Okay, mirror, the, mirror on the wall. And that's step one, and now we're going to tell you. So step one, have patience with yourself. Step two, on how to have high self, self-esteem. Oh, oh, one more thing. Yes, and this is kind of a, a side note, but totally intimately related to what we're talking about. So one really cool fact, um, we can provide, like, you know, the references if <laughs> need but we promise we're telling you the truth Um, or at least from what we um, read and so you know our words have power spoken written right that's why um, you know so our words have power and forgive me I forget the name of I think he is a Japanese scientist or philosopher anyways so and I'm sure many people are maybe familiar already but they took so um, they this experiment. Um, they flash froze water molecules, right, right as certain words were being spoken over them. Have you heard of this, Julie? Wow, no, this is fascinating. It totally is. And so, for example, so positive words are words of love. Literally, like love. You speak spoke the word, or I love you, for example, or you are beautiful. I love you, or whatnot. And when they flash froze those water molecules, they were like these like beautiful like symmetric just like you know like a snowflake and each one just so unique and stunning and as you can imagine when other words of hate like i hate you Mm -hmm. you're ugly Mm -hmm. die or whatnot Mm -hmm. for example 
when they flash froze those water molecules after those types of words were spoken over them, Mm -hmm. it was like this distorted, it looked like disease, cancer. I'm not making this up, guys. You can, guys and gals, you can. And everyone in between. Yes. Non-binary. LGBT plus. We love you. (laughs) And straight Um, people. Y'all are cool, too. Oh, hey, hey. (laughs) Woo-woo. And so, uh, yeah, um, you can Google it, but yeah, it's, I'm totally it's just, um, I personally didn't need that type of like scientific right. evidence, but the right. fact that we have it in such like a, who would have thought of doing that? Yeah. And where I was going with this is, so when you're writing and speaking and meditated on, meditating on these truths and words, you know, over yourself, like guys, our bodies are made of what? Like seventy-ish plus, or around percent of water. Microphone you know? drop. <laughs> Feel me where yes. I'm going with this, right? Yes. Um, it's it's going to affect you from the inside out, from head to toe. Like your self-esteem is going to change your health. Yeah. Your words that you're speaking Physiology. and you're writing over yourself, right? Yeah. It's going to change your water molecules <laughs> that that hydrate and that nourish who you are and I believe we believe that your physical health your mental emotional spiritual relational health is all connected definitely right so when one part of that suffers the rest of it is and when one part is getting stronger and is becoming you know is resilient or is healing or whatnot that's going to have it's all connected you know what I mean so um yeah, thanks for listening and check it out if you haven't already. We're not making this up. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna Google. I yeah, that uh, microphone drop on Hannah. Uh, that was amazing. Truth bomb. Okay, <laughs> okay. And now we're gonna move on to step two on how to have high self esteem. Hi y'all. And so we did a quick Google. So for uh, it's called Dr. Masaru. Emoto's water experiments, uh, where the the positive emotions made the water molecules beautiful, and the more hateful st- st- uh, mm-hmm. statements mm-hmm. made the water molecules not distorted, distorted and just kind of funny looking. Hurt, yeah. Hurt and broken. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, if you want to Google that later, Doctor Masaru. Emoto, M-A-S-A-R-U-E-M-O-T-O-S, water experiments. Your Japanese is great, Julie. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I've seen that movie, Big Hero 6. Yeah. So. Nice. <laughs> okay. All right. So now we're going to step two on how to have really high self-esteem. Step two to having really high self-esteem is... Having compassion and empathy uh, for yourself. Um, And that's not a selfish thing. Like, uh, trust Mm me. Uh, Because, you know, there's going to be another step and there's going to be, like, a conclusion. And you're going to love it. But (laughs) so – but – Empathize with the pain you're you're, you're going through. And even if – empathy is vast. So I can have empathy for uh, animals that are going out of it. Are, that are becoming in, ex, extinct, or I can have empathy over uh, people living in in poverty. I, you know, you can have empathy, but empathy is vast. So I can have empathy for people who have quote unquote real problems. But I kind of think all problems are real problems. But I can also have empathy for my friend who like 
stubbed their toe today. Like that sucks too. It's just, empathy is vast. You don't have to pick one or the other. Uh, I can choose to empathize with with everyone's pain because everybody's in some kind of pain or struggle. Everybody's struggling with something. So so it's okay to have empathy towards yourself, towards any any pain that anything you've been through. And so compassion for yourself is like you know what I went through that really tough thing. And I acknowledge or offer myself um, compassion that I had to go through this tough mm-hmm. thing. And I, Julie Kerr, writer and director of Romantic Comedy, Geekless Punk, <laughs> I, if you're listening to this, I'm going to offer you empathy and compassion towards anything you've been through um, because pain is painful. So any any pain you've been through – I'm going to offer you that compassion and empathy, and I'm imploring you to offer yourself that compassion and empathy. Any tough times any of us have been through, that sucks. You know what I mean? Um, so, so just offer yourself that. Um, offer yourself an emotional, warm, fuzzy, cozy blanket because we all kind of need that. Uh, okay, and this is Hannah. Yeah, I definitely compassion and empathy is then is naturally and supernaturally call it the next step you know honestly the order of this you could you know you could swap it around and as julie was sharing you know her examples of and the importance of having empathy for yourself and and one another and i i the only thing i would honestly like to add is really start by even before again this doesn't mean you're selfish that's like again a common misconception and i've been there is having that compassion and empathy receiving it first and having it for yourself first so that when you well because we need it ourselves and when we need to extend that to one another it's it makes it that much more powerful and real because for example what i mean by this and i'm going to try to explain it is like again the example of acknowledging like hey i'm beautiful right how can you tell somebody else that they are beautiful so that they believe it like mm-hmm. when you don't believe that for yourself mm-hmm. you know how is that a truth a powerful truth you know what i mean when it's when you haven't received it or when we haven't acknowledged it for ourselves or extended it to ourselves do you know what i mean mm-hmm. again it's we have to acknowledge it and receive it and know it first or have it first before we can share it or call it overflow um or whatnot you know what i mean like how can we we could only truly share and give what we really have first so again, I just want to emphasize that compassion, empathy, and of course, we just talked about patience, you first, meaning me first, mm-hmm. you know, and then to one another, mm-hmm. you know, the example of, you know, and many of us talk about this very often, um, professionals or not, you know, the instructions that they give you on an airplane, right? Mm-hmm. In case of an emergency, the airbags are going to drop. You know, put yours on first before you proceed to help whoever else next to you. And we we know why, right? So I think, you know what I mean? Absolutely. And um, this this new term, self-care, 
I I've just heard about it. I think I've just heard that term maybe a year or two ago. It's brand new, and I'm in my 30s. So, uh, so I once was on YouTube and I saw a thumbnail that was like, "Are you tired of this term, self care?" And I thought to myself, "No, <laughs> I <laughs> I just heard the term. I know it's kind of like a buzzword right now, maybe kind of, but um." Self-care is pretty important. Um, it's not being selfish because, um, again, I know you're on the edge of your seat to the <laughs> conclusion of the, the podcast, but self-care is drinking lots of water. For me, it's having a morning routine that's sacred bef- and, and grounding myself before I start the day where I'm kind of on other people's agendas. You know what I mean? So, uh, so self-care is just making sure – you're getting seven to eight hours of sleep a night or, or journaling and affirmations and saying good stuff to yourself. Um, but self-care is just uh, you helping yourself have high self-esteem so that you're in a good place to help others. And I kind of foreshadow- foreshadowed where we're going with this. But, yeah, it's not selfish to take good care of yourself. It's, it's, an, it's an absolute must. Uh, you have to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, – Yes. Oh, sorry. Just, I was just, I was, I was just, I'm going to give it to Hannah now. (laughs) Thank you. Are we going to say that every time? (laughs) Um, I would just love to add to the list of self-care. You know, it's really going back to the basic basics and then you, you perfect your art, your craft of self-care, which is real. So as Julie mentioned, hydrating, sleeping well, eating well, speaking and thinking and you know writing well for yourself and about yourself and we cannot leave out flossing because y'all flossing your teeth I'm talking about your teeth and the dance too but we'll we'll talk about that later but flossing your teeth and we were talking about this the other day with a friend that um you know your your oral health is connected to your brain and your heart health and much more and um, you know, or you can look up why, but just really self-care to that, to call it, to hiking, to, to yoga, to looking yourself in the mirror and doing what y'all. And, um, and then the next point, the next step is we can't wait to share because it's right here. Yes. And, uh, me and Hannah are really dear friends. We've been very dear, dear friends for a couple months now. <laughs> No, it's true. We just met, but it's like we really hit it off. And um, and uh, Hannah's very, we're very comfortable with each other. Hannah will Facebook message me and say, "Don't forget to floss." <laughs> <laughs> she 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 messaged. So I bet y'all didn't know something as simple as flossing can help you have high self esteem. Isn't that easy? <laughs> floss is two dollars at two dollars flossing higher self-esteem and I got satin floss because I have crowded teeth and apparently that's better or something but but yeah yeah um but anyway it's just yeah this is kind of segueing into our next step so we're gonna go into step three on how to have high self-esteem oh so when when God brings friends and people into your life right you know it's God when you've only I just want to honor our friendship and our sisterhood right yeah and um, so when God brings anybody together, be it family, be it friends, be it romance, you know what I mean. It's like time, God's time is not, is, is way beyond this world. And yet he, it's like here, 
like heaven on earth, you know what I mean? And so you, when God brings a new friend into your life, like Julie Kerr, you could have met her and known her for one day and you feel like, wow, we have been friends for life because you have that kindred spirit and high self-esteem <laughs> and love, joy, peace, kindness, goodness. Yeah, and Hannah Kim's really cool too. <laughs> I think coming actor and singer, we are very, very, very independent. Uh, <laughs> are we humble bragging for one another? <laughs> no, we're just we're just acknowledging each other's awesomeness. Yes. And you, listener, I acknowledge your awesomeness. Yes. <laughs> High self esteem. All right, so now we're gonna go into uh, step. Three, on how to have really high self-esteem. And um, one more thing we wanted to say about self-care and compassion and empathy towards yourself. Gr- granted, I'm, I'm single and maybe I've been single for a while, but um, I actually, and this, you know what, this might be cheesy, but I'm going to say it in a podcast. But <laughs> um, sometimes if I'm watching a show on like Netflix or whatever, or just in general, I'm feeling really good about myself. Um, I will <laughs> quickly just kiss myself on the hand, and it 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 feels good in the sense that not in a weird fetishy way, just in a way where like self care of you know how my little niece she's like three or four years old and she'll be running and she'll she'll trip and she's crying. It's the most devastating thing in the world to a three or four year old when you trip. So I pick her up and I kiss her on the head and just tell her, you're fine. You'll be okay. And she feels fine and she feels okay. Mm. Um, so I think for me, me and Hannah were talking about this, like just kissing myself on the hand or just patting myself on the back, like literally, like I can do it right now. <laughs> like, like, or even when I, <laughs> even when I take a shower, it's like, and, and I'm not perfect or whatever, like my body or whatever, but it's just washing my body and being good to my body, like drinking water, exercising, but just like kissing yourself, loving yourself, being good to yourself. Mm-hmm. It's another way of you empathizing with yourself and feeling good about yourself, showing yourself some love. Um, and it does have to start there. Um, I don't know. The high self-esteem, you want to start there. We, I think it's really important because I do want to give like dating tips and that kind of thing. But we just – Hannah wanted to start with self-esteem and she's right. You want to start there, the high self-esteem thing, self-care thing, so that you are in happy, loving, successful, romantic relationships or friendships. So, But, yeah, the, the kissing yourself, loving yourself, being good to yourself. That's something we wanted, wanted to add to showing yourself mm-hmm. compassion and empathy. And here's Hannah. Yeah, we are now just recording what you know we've been sharing during like the breaks or whatnot or, or pre- preparing for this. And um, yeah, we talked about like the self-esteem, self-care, self-love exercises or discipline, so to speak, that that we shared previously. That one of the things I know. Um, yeah, that if I get, like, a paper cut, it happens once in a blue moon. I, again, like, just how, like, I felt like God was telling me, hey, look yourself in the mirror and speak words of truth and love, you know, that when you get a paper cut, you I would in a heartbeat if my niece or my nephew got a paper cut, you know, kiss kiss the boo-boo, hug them, you know, and love them and, 
you know, and, and, and comfort them, right? And again, you first, me first, right? So literally, I was like, are, are we for real? <laughs> like, am I going to kiss my own paper cut? Yes, we are. And yes, we did. Yes, I did. And, and it doesn't stop there. And it feels good. <laughs> Yeah, and again, you might you might really laugh at yourself, but that's good too. Yeah, and and then and then here was the real challenge: not only do that when I'm in the privacy of my own home, but let's say if I'm out in public and I like bump my knee against like a chair or something, yeah. like to not be shy or not be embarrassed, like just like I would not hesitate for a moment if even a stranger hurt themselves, I would yeah. give them a hand, right? Yeah, absolutely. And if it was a child, I would. I would I would kiss their knee right that yeah that to not take a moment of hesitation to literally I mean maybe it'll be a little awkward to like pull my knee all the way up if you could visualize this but you know kissing my hand and putting it down on my knee yeah even if I look like a crazy person I didn't mean to raise my voice I I just got really excited um and yeah just you know you guys know what we know what we mean yeah and Kendrick Lamar has a great song, I Love Myself. <laughs> and he talks about depression. He talks about suicide in that song. I, I've, a long time ago, I had suicide th- suicidal thoughts. Wow. It's such a good song, though. So kissing yourself, kissing your boo-boos, loving on your boo-boos, that's just you loving yourself. And hey, uh, maybe maybe we're a little cheesy, but um, we're cheesy with high self-esteem. <laughs> And that's what this podcast is, teaching you how to have high self-esteem. Okay. And then we're on to the third step on how to have high self-esteem. Yeah? Yeah. Thanks for listening. So step three on how to have um, high self-esteem is you want to, and, you know, I know it can't happen overnight, but you want to ideally find a group of people uh, whether it's a f- chosen family or what have you, but you want to have friends who um, who are compassionate, empathetic people. And, um, and, and so I want you to understand this because uh, you might be in a situation where you're unfortunately surrounded by jerks or whatever, but um, there's so many good people in the world. There's so many good people who are good hearts, and empathetic and compassionate and there's so many great people oh and you also want to have healthy oh there's so many healthy people yeah and so and these these people they're not they're 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 not unicorns or like they're not the Loch Ness Monster I'm not making them up they really do exist you know you just might be in a situation right now where you're just surrounded you know I don't know maybe at work uh maybe in your home I, maybe you're dating a jerk. I don't know, but but um. Oh my god. Yeah, that that's a bummer. But but Get out. Yeah, <laughs> dump the jerks. But uh, no, but like um, and then studies have shown like people, and this is psychology. Like people can have huge, huge, huge influence over other people in a good way and in a bad way. And you know, if we're going to the extreme, the bad way would be. You know, if you think about cults, people who kind of unfortunately find themselves in cults, it's not that they're weak minded. That's not it at all. It's that that's just the power 
of influence that humans can have over other humans. And I think in cult settings, you know, they isolate them and then they're surrounded by a group and they're all telling them to believe in a certain kind of cult, like what what have you. Um, so that's an extreme version of someone using influence to be negative. Uh, an example of someone using influence to be positive would be, uh, gosh, uh, the Avengers and how they saved the world. <laughs> Yeah, and one thing we talked about is an example of um, really powerful and positive um, or influence is, um, oh, the studies that when people are, for example, like battling um, cancer Mm. or or healing from some type of of injury or trauma, um, there's a significant difference on... um, people who have the compassionate, empathetic um, support and presence of other people, be it family, friends, even strangers, right? Mm -hmm. For example, like hospital staff. Mm -hmm. But you have, you know, call it family and or chosen family and or friends and or posse, crew, village, tribe, you know what I mean, Um, have like a much, much... Sig- like, <laughs> excuse me, significantly higher chance of survival or like thriving in your in your recovery or healing process, you know. And sadly, those who don't, they don't, they have less of a fighting chance. And again, being a person of faith, because um, we're talking about influence and presence of other people, other compassionate, empathetic, amazing people in your mm-hmm. life. Um, is, um, you know, the presence of, of God, mm-hmm. right? And so, and kind of, um, you know, this is all connected. So, again, like, steps one, two, three, you can mix it up. You can go two, three, one, and three, one, two. <laughs> and so, you know, like, the the, the really cool um, self-care exercises we talked about, writing um, to yourself, speaking over yourself, um, kissing your paper cut, boo boo. Yeah. Um, and can you imagine, like, having that beyond yourself? So the people in your life speaking words of truth and life and love over you, right? Embracing you physically, and um, and just the what is the word I'm looking for, Julie? Empathy. <laughs> no. Well, well, while you're searching, I have two multiplied. Ex- multiplied. The effects are multiplied. Oh, That's not the word I'm looking for. Amplified. Close. But I would say, so I have two examples of groups of people, like positive groups of people. When I was in the Girl Scouts, when I was a little girl, um, you know, that was just a group of girls. Uh, we were like kids. But we would sell cookies and we would um, tie, learn how to tie knots out of rope, you know, because it's Girl Scouts. Uh, we would go camping. We would have s'mores. And that was, I mean, Girl Scouts, I was like, when I think about it, it's like it made me feel really good about being a girl. <laughs> and, I, and it was basically, look at all the cool stuff girls can do. And, of course, you know, there's Boy Scouts. Little boys can do cool stuff too, right? But I just, that was a group of, that was like a, a positive influence of a group of people. And I remember back then I was like in uh, 10 or 12 even back then, I was like, I want to direct movies. And my Girl Scout leaders were like, yay. <laughs> and so 
Like, they supported it from day one. And the other one was, I remember being on a softball team as a teenager. And so, uh, Cape and Druville, all the way, because some of, some of my friends from Cape and Druville, that was our softball team, and they listened to this. But yeah, I was on the Cape and Druville softball team. And it's it, we were, that was from like elementary school to like middle school, uh, kind of going into high school. But uh, we would all have this uniform. Uh, we would play softball. We'd hit balls, catch balls, you know, softball. And it was just, it was cool. Like it made us, made us feel good about who we are um, self-esteem wise. And then just, uh, you know, it feels good to exercise, that kind of thing. So that's an, two examples of like um, a group of people having a positive influence over who you are, where you want you want positive people in your life who are going to be good to you. Mm-hmm. Beautiful people. I remembered the word I was trying to remember. It's, oh my God, I forgot it again. No, just give me a moment. I got it. Exponential, like the oh. exponential effects, so to speak. And that, anyways, that's the word. I know we're past the moment. And I just remembered a type of, you know, there are many different kinds of people who are compassionate and empathetic we could have in our lives. Of course, the first groups of people that come into our lives, that comes to mind is our family, friends, you know, lovers, neighbors, right? And a type of, type of, or category of people that I absolutely need to share is, guys, therapists, counselors. I have an amazing counselor in my life. She is part of my, um, my, my support cheer team, you know, like rooting me on. And I, people, you know, friends and family who know me, you know, that there's, I will always highly recommend and encourage anybody, right. To find, um, begin that journey of finding a therapist and a counselor. And it's not just for people who've gone through like extreme trauma or extreme difficulty or grief, which in those cases, absolutely, but even um, in your just regular day-to-day um, self-care, you know, like making sure that you don't only go to the dentist when you have a cavity or a toothache even when of course you do when you do but even when you don't there are these routine checkups you guys everybody knows where I'm going with this it's it's the same thing or going to the gym right and it is it is kind of past everybody's bedtime right now I I feel a slowing down like but I'm sure our audience we are connected kindred spirit we can they can feel even though our words are slowing down. <laughs> but uh, to piggyback on that, yeah, I've gone to support groups for depression. I've gone to support groups for LGBTQ, you know, being LGBTQ. I've had counselors. I had counselor, a great counselor in college. Sure. So, um, yeah, like definitely seek out, you know, seek out positive people in your life in every aspect of who you are. Therapy. Um, hobbies, sports, and then if if you're gonna go the route of since I I'm a person of faith, I go to church, that kind of thing. Um, honestly, the most important thing to me, if well, actually anywhere, uh, if I go to a church or if I'm gonna date somebody or what have you, is this person kind? Is is this is this religious? Is, is this church 
are the people in this church empathetic and kind and loving? And if they're not, mm, I'm a peace fun. out. Yeah. yeah. But they if love. they, yeah, yeah. So, but, but, but I mean, whatever y'all, y'all don't have to go to church. It's fine. <laughs> but no, but any group, that's the most important mm-hmm. thing though. It's like mm-hmm. friendship, dating, professional, ideally, ideally, you know, you can't always choose who, who everyone in your life is, but ideally try to focus your attention on the people who are empathetic and kind because mm-hmm. it's going to, that's good for your self-esteem. So when I give Hannah compliments as a friend, um, makes her feel good when she says kind things to me and that we care about each other's friends, well, it, it makes us feel good, but we're not relying on each other for high self-esteem, but, but it, it helps. <laughs> Hey, sister, go, sister, so, sister. Yeah, and a post-it side note for that is um, in regard to what Julie was just sharing, we made sure to start healthy boundaries. Yeah, yeah. Again, boundaries, I, in my experience, um, often also get misunderstood, you know, with other things that it's not. Um Everybody, you know, healthy boundaries and just really quickly, it's when we were saying like really, you know, acknowledge and, you know, hold dear the people who are um, in your life who are compassionate, empathetic as you are to yourself and as you are to one another and um, really make sure to to mutually nourish those connections and those relationships because they are the absolute treasures and heavenly gifts in my in my humble opinion. And when we're talking about healthy boundaries, it's just, I'll just, I'm going to oversimplify it, is keeping those people in and close and dear yeah. and keeping those people who aren't not so close, not so dear in a loving way, but in an honest way you know, way. And if anybody is interested in starting to explore what healthy boundaries means and what that looks like and in your own life and be some, you know, start being introspective. If you haven't tried it out already, a book that we um, highly recommend is uh, Boundaries. Literally, the book is called Boundaries by Dr. Cloud and Townsend. Mm -hmm. And they have many other books in addition to that and um, highly recommended and yeah. Yeah. And um, that was step three on how to have really high self-esteem. Try to surround yourself with as many compassionate, empathetic people um, as you can. And the healthy boundaries, Hannah's totally right. Healthy boundaries help keep the good people in and help keep the jerks at a healthy distance, you know what I mean? Because you can't always break up with your family, but um, it at least keeps, I mean, most of my family is amazing. I love my family. But 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 uh, <laughs> just like, yeah, healthy boundaries keep the awesome people in, and they just keep the not-so-awesome people at a little bit of a distance, at a healthy different distance that helps you maintain your high self-esteem. One visual example is that's easy, I think, for all of us to drive on is our skin. Yeah, our skin is a beautiful and healthy boundary that keeps all the good things and that everything that keeps us alive and well inside where it needs to, and and keeps all the 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 bad things, germs and viruses and other things, dirt out. Feel me? I'm feeling you. And those are the three steps. 
uh, to how to have high self-esteem. Hi guys, and so just a quick recap. Uh, the three steps to having high self-esteem. Have patience with yourself on your process of, of getting high self-esteem. Show yourself compassion and empathy for anything you've been through in your past yes. and anything you're going through right now. And step three is try as much as you can. Sometimes it can take time to build community. But so if you're feeling a little lonely, lonely right now, that's okay. Uh, you know, you're going to be fine. But <laughs> but you have um, kind uh, try to surround yourself with as many compassionate, empathetic people as you can. And trust me, they're everywhere. Uh, good people are everywhere. And in the meantime, have healthy boundaries. Healthy boundaries keep the awesome people in and keep the jerks at a safe emotional distance. Okay, and those are the three steps on how to have high self-esteem. And now we're going to tell you the reason why you want to have high self-esteem. Uh, you're never going to guess. Okay, and the conclusion you all have been waiting for. <laughs> the reason why you want to have high self-esteem, you're never going to believe this. Because if you're feeling good about who you are, if you're feeling good about what you're about, your mission in life and all that, all of a sudden you're at a capacity where you can help and be of service yes. to others. And that's folks, because if you're a little bit ahead in the game, uh, than people behind you, that's okay. But I think, well, that's great, <laughs> you know what I mean? Because at this point you have high self-esteem. But I think it's our obligation to, to help folks um, who, who, are, who, who might be struggling or what have you, doing what we can to help others. Um, because cause, cause basically we, we, all, we all need each other. Humans need each other desperately. Like we need each other in our lives. Mm -hmm. And so if I am in my 30s with high self-esteem, I'm not making this podcast to brag or I didn't I didn't even write and direct a romantic comedy. It, it wasn't really about about me. It's just about folks out there, me using what I can to help folks feel less alone. You're, you're not even if you're lonely right now, you're, you're not alone. You're on a planet of billions of people. Um, so it, you might feel lonely tonight or today. But you're just not alone. So so why do I want to have high self-esteem? Because metaphorically, if we're the Avengers or Batman or Wonder Woman or Black Panther or what have you, metaphorically, we're the people who have to uh, save the world and make the world better and help people who are in pain and do what we can to, to, to ease folks' pain. For me, it's podcasting and making romantic comedies. Um, but for you, it might be social work or you're a college student or what whatever your thing is you know what I mean so or hey maybe you're like in the scouts I don't know <laughs> but but anyway it's um uh the reason why you want to have high self-esteem is so that you're at a place where you can help and and be of service to others people who need it right so so that's that's the biggest uh clincher that high self-esteem is not necessarily a, about me it's it's about the people I can help with what I can yeah, and um, yep, yep. It's the your natural and supernatural capacity is discovered because it's always been there. It's discovered and it will overflow so much love and so much power when we have this 
gift of self-esteem. It's really a gift that keeps on giving for all of the reasons that Julie just shared and, and I had the honor to share. And, um, you know, Julie, I'm remembering, uh, do you remember my neighbor we were just talking to? Amazing. Yeah. And, and one of the last things she said as she was leaving was, I'm going to leave you with this. Um, there's a difference between being alone and feeling lonely. Yes. Deep yes. mic drop. Um, I don't have to explain that, right? Yeah. And again, the you know when you acknowledge that you are who you really are, and you are loved, and you are amazing. There's no stopping. Like that is a force to be. You are, and that is a force to be reckoned with because. It's just naturally, you are just naturally going to and supernaturally going to overflow with all that love and compassion and empathy and um, and care and, you know, you name it. And we're going to, it's going to be, uh, you know, everybody is going to be receiving and giving, you know, from themselves and, and one another and and really heaven on earth. Absolutely, and 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 uh, I leave you with this: we're all the we're all good at something. We all have our missions and callings in life. We're all the LeBron James of something, the Beyonce of something, right? Yeah. <laughs> or the Barack Obama of something. So we're we're all we all have our mission and calling in life, and with a with a good work ethic, with a good coach to help make us. Sure, we're we're giving the right metaphorical jump shot or what have you in basketball terms, but 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 we're we're all we're all really great at something. We we all have a calling and mission in life, and it it is our calling and mission in life to ease each other's pains and make life easier and better for each other in any way that we can. Um, yeah. All you need is love <laughs> <laughs> and love each other. So, and that is the three steps to how you have self-esteem. And that's why you want to have the self-esteem. You're going to use your high self-esteem to save the world, save the planet, and save people. Uh, So you got it in you to be awesome, feel awesome, and do awesome. And so that is the three steps on how to have high self-esteem. I'm Julie Kerr, writer and director of the Romantic Comedy Geek Close Punk, and this is... Annette Hannah-Kim. Upcoming, <laughs> she's too shy to say, upcoming writer and, uh, no, oh my gosh, upcoming upcoming actor and singer. Uh, we're doing the indie filmmaking thing up here in San Francisco Bay Area, but we're super excited. Wow, thank you for those amazing street creds and stage creds. And um, Julie Kerr, you are a, a superhero. Dude, sis, you're amazing. <laughs> And our audience is amazing. And yes, I'm going to say it and know it. I am amazing. (laughs) (laughs) We have high self-esteem. So, okay. So, yes, those are the three steps on how to to have high self-esteem. Stay tuned. I'm just going to plug my website real quick. All right. All right. Go go forth and be awesome. You are awesome. Uh, This is Julie Kerr. And Annette Hanekim. Much love, everyone. (laughs) Bye. Okay, y'all. 
my biggest call to action is you go check out my website, www.juliekerrstudios.com. If you go to my website, you can check out the romantic comedy, Geekless Punk, that I wrote and directed. You can watch the trailer, watch the movie. Um, also, though, my call to action is you can join my email list for free. And if you join my email list, you immediately get access to a free PDF download. So, yeah, I grew up in an abusive home. As an adult, I'm doing great. Uh, and so I've studied personal development my whole life. So I created this PDF that, that shows you the daily habits that I do that um, just help me feel really good and happy every day. So, um, yeah, if you sign up for my email list, you immediately get access to an exclusive video and PDF that just teach you the daily habits that you can do. I also wrote some affirmations for you guys if you wanted to use those affirmations. So, yeah, check out my website, join the email list, and I send out a special uh, email newsletter newsletter every week that only my email people uh, get access to and people on my email list get uh, the first they're the first people I email as far as discounts that kind of thing when new merch comes out so yeah check out my website www.juliekerrstudios.com k-e-r-r and then um, Hannah do you want to plug anything Uh, (laughs) look look love you guys Look for Annette Hanekim, uh going to be in a really awesome short film <laughs> soon and a YouTube video. All right. Uh, love y'all and I uh, hope you're being good to yourselves and have really high self-esteem. Thanks, y'all. Also, we had a blooper. So uh, enjoy this blooper where we totally goofed and it's a blooper. Um, have funsies. <laughs> bye, y'all. Love y'all. So the first thing we're going to do is define what self-esteem is. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to say that, to me, high self-esteem is feeling really, really good about who you are. It's about, um, gosh, I got my notes here. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Embracing, ah, embracing fully who you are. And then, and then acknowledging that you are absolutely loved, um, loved by God, loved by the universe, whatever is your cup of tea. But understanding that, like, every – you're absolutely loved. Um, and if you feel loved, then you feel good about who you are. Um, okay, so – and that's my definition of self-esteem. Mm-hmm. I'm going to – we're working with one mic, so I'm, pa- I'm going <laughs> to – pass- we're trying to share a mic, passing it on to Hannah. Thank you. Yeah, going off of what you said, this is basically our, our heart definition of what self-esteem is, our personal definition um, that is also continuing to grow and evolve and mature. And so, like you said, uh, definitely I agree that it is acknowledging your true worth and your true value and celebrating that and owning it in a healthy, happy, beautiful way, you know, with no bounds. So, like you said, um, I also, I too can't read my notes. <laughs> um, what did we say? Uh yeah, acknowledging your true identity, your true worth, and yeah. Can um, we, sorry, can we do this? Question? <laughs> <laughs> I want to keep it. This is a really good part. Delete, delete. 
I was about to say something so good. Um, just that acknowledging who you are. Like, I, it was actually Hannah. We just had Thai food, and I met her cousin, and he's cool. And um, um, acknowledging, uh, Hannah's telling me to wrap it up. <laughs> One second.